Hey, this is Brian Jump. Welcome to the SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. We go over actionable tips that have served my business well over the last 30 years, and hopefully they'll be beneficial to you too. It's a real chill beat, isn't it? <clears throat> so what's going on? Brian Jump. SAI, Million Dollar Service Marketing Podcast. How you been? How's your week? How's your 24 shaping up so far? We're one week in, seven days in. If you had to predict the rest of the year after this first week out of 52, there's 51 left, right? Already. We're already on our way to 25. Isn't that nuts? One week in the book, 51 more. It's hard to think of Christmas just around the corner again. <laughs> nuts. Time fries when you get older. I don't know what it is about it. When you're young, it can't move fast enough. When you're old, you want to slow that shizzle down. We just realize the value of time, you know. I guess. I don't know. That's my gut feeling. So what's happening? How you been? Everything's good here at Denko, SAI. Um, good week. A lot of good repairs. Good profits. Jake the Snake, Jake Nash came in and helped out on a couple big repairs. We got a... Really nice review on Yelp for that from that uh, gentleman. This guy scores uh, wedding uh, songs in the in the vein of like Disney movies, and a real nice guy. Gary, I think was his name, and uh, Jake did a real nice job uh, fixing up this uh, sideswipe door smash on a Civic. Huge intrusion beam issue, um, but it didn't didn't sacrifice the uh, the bracing on the inside, so we elected to fix it black i mean jake put in a good eight hours on this thing and man i'll tell you right now it came out really good i you know it i what do you what do you call it it's not 100 percent, right it's like a 95 96 or but the customer is happy with that you know he didn't want to replace his door he didn't want to have to paint half the car you know i mean under 1500 repair versus 3500 you know nuts so so yeah, he was uh, he was uh, pretty stoked, and we got to hear that Disney wedding song too, Jeff and I. So, what a treat! It's it's so unique to meet all these different uh, walks of life. People that come through the store, man. It's I don't know. I like. It. I'm a people person, so I dig it. We meet so many different colorful people, um, personalities, and and you know it's just really cool. So, anyway, so yeah, good week. A lot of good stuff. Um, no complaints. Um, I mean, if I had some, I probably wouldn't, wouldn't voice him anyway. I'm excited for my younger boy for the baseball season to get ramped up. He's out there back in Louisiana, grinding, working hard. That kid is a taskmaster, man. You, you will be hard pressed to find somebody else that, that will grind and is more focused on task than that, than that young 21, 20 year old, 21 later this year, 21 in April. So anywho, um, Let's get right after it. So auto body disruption. How come the industry hasn't disrupted yet? It. We are so ripe. We are so ripe. The advantages are clear, right? I mean, I'll give you guys some example of other industries that have been disrupted for obvious reasons, typically economic. And yet you got to wonder, well, why not auto body? What's, what's the holdup here, you know? And I've, I've got my theories, you know? I mean... My pay rate mentally is, is more on the entry level, you know, minimum wage brainwave 
uh, IQ, but like I said, I've got some experience under my belt and that kind of makes up for the lack of smarts. Um, so, so maybe I'm on it. We'll see. I don't know. You guys let me know what you think. But I think, honestly, I think, I think insurance is holding us up in general. I mean, the private community knows about us and, and they're getting to know more about us. But I think with insurance, the power people, you know, the good old boy network, if you will, they're in power positions and they probably are getting their coffers lined by big insurance. So why would they want to change? You know, I mean, how many spot repair operations are going to line the coffers of, the, of those big, big power players, the big wigs at State Farm and Farmers and, and everywhere else? Very few. None, as a matter of fact. We don't have any big spot repair chains. The biggest chain in the United States is probably six to ten locations. And, and I, I even challenge that, you know. But I'll tell you this. I believe, I believe that... It only takes one insurance company to evolve, to make that leap, that leap of faith. You know what? We are going to start writing PDR for not just hail, but for large dents. We're going to give those options to the customer, you know, PDR and or touch up or whatever, polish. We're going to give spot repair the option versus the big body shop. Because let me, let me talk some, some economics, some freakonomics. If you have a 30,000 square foot facility and you've got the name Caliber or Fix or Service King or Big Fat Owls or whatever, put any name you want up there. But let's talk dollars and cents, shall we? Let's talk Freakonomics. You have a 100,000 square foot facility or 30 or 50, whatever. You've got 30 employees. You've got unemployment tax. You've got all kinds of overhead. You've got machinery. You got a frame machine, you've got all these welders and shit, you've got paint mixing room, and you've got, you know, two spray booths with with, with bills attached to those and financing. You're not, let's say, it's six figures a month. How how the heck? Hold on one second, guys. I gotta open this door real quick. Doing a podcast right now. Everything is over at the other side. Try to reuse those old, um, the newer mounts. All right, try to use the use the vice. I don't know if I want to touch the mounts. I was just gonna do um, do the clutch thing underneath. Oh, okay, I'd be really careful. Put put the jack stands and keep jacks underneath there for safety. Yeah. All right. And then, um, what about the uh, the front suspension? Do we have time to do an update? Nah, probably not. Right. Yeah, we'll talk. All right. Sorry about that little interruption. Interruption. We're talking about the Porsche, the uh, '67 Porsche doing some work on it we did had its maiden voyage yesterday a little little romp around the parking lot a few more things before she's completely roadworthy so anyway I, I like to have good brakes and, and safety check everything that's just my thing but anyway all right so you got all that facility cost like I was I was starting to starting to angle for right you got a hundred thousand dollars how are you supposed to do a seven hundred dollar bumper repair when you've economically it's really hard to do that you should be around a thousand bucks, twelve, fifteen hundred dollars to do a bumper, because you've got to pay for all the other stuff. You, you're the burden. You're, you're just the laden of all that, you know, fixed and variable costs. You're drowning in it. It doesn't make sense. Let me ask you this: Back in the day, you wanted to go to have a sore throat taken care of. You had to go to the hospital. There were no urgent cares. Okay, but it didn't make sense. Hospitals would lose their ass. On, on little you know little paper cuts 
or minor things. So now you've got urgent cares and smaller medical facilities, right? Well, there you go. Okay, so that's that. What about media? How many newspapers you know, are out there? Online is taking over all print media for the most part. Yeah, there's still some magazines and we, we still buy printed books, but, but a lot of the stuff is, is going to online. And that's just evolution. It makes more sense economically. How about retail? How are the local malls doing? Wow, there's this thing called Amazon that is crushing the Home Depots and all the mom and pop hardware stores and the malls and everything and sporting goods and toy. Look at Toys R Us. It failed. Fell apart. How? Because of economics. People can have the stuff delivered to their house cheaper than getting out and driving. And I'm not saying that's a good thing. In some ways, it's bad. What if a kid wants to go put his hands on a toy and go play with it? They're missing out on that, that crazy good experience. You know, luckily, I, I was thankful enough to grow up with that. But that doesn't mean everybody did, especially currently. But this is just evolution, disruption of certain, of certain uh, industries. How about education? A lot of education is online right now. My oldest son graduated from ASU online he didn't even get to walk because of covid they did it online oh here enjoy your ceremony on the computer like i felt so bad for him gets a four-year degree and he can't even go toss his freaking you know his, his his gown up in the air and his, his hat and everything the tassel and all that you know that's a bummer but nonetheless things are evolving people are, a lot of people their parents are homeschooling their kids they don't want their kid to get shot at high school can you blame them I mean, I think, I think homeschooling sucks, but we've got a problem right now, don't we? All these dumbasses are going to school and shooting up everything. It's nuts. It's horrible. And I, I get it. What would I do? I don't know. I don't know if I'd... I mean, I want to send my kids to school. I think they need to have that experience. But at the same time, probably a small private school. Not that that's any more, any more safe. I mean, you would think there'd probably be a little bit better security. Less kids means less... You know, the bigger the school, the more chance there's going to be some, some jackass. Right, some family's got a freaking unlocked gun case, and little Timmy's gonna bring a freaking AR to school because somebody called him fat or something, and he's gonna blow up the entire school. I mean, it's it's brutal, but that's disruption. That's the way change things are happening. They're changing, and why not auto body? Why not? Okay, us, us spot guys, us dent guys, we're fast, we're affordable. Economically, we crush body shops. So, why? Well, number one, we, we don't unite. We don't have a union. There's no mega advertising out there educating people. You know, we, the advantages are so clear. I mean, the cost and the speed. You know, we, we don't do welding. We don't need to. We hardly do replacement unless we have to. Painting half the car for a dent or a scratch. Come on. Case in point, Lexus RX guy comes in. He had a quote for $5,700 and nine days at Caliber. Chances are it would have been more than nine days, by the way. Going to cut off his quarter panel, section it into the rail, section it in down to the dog leg, and then paint half the side of his car, you know, pearl white, you know, because of this dent. You know, think about that. That was a little timer. Sorry about that. So, that's brutal. That's brutal. Why? No need for a fist-sized dent. Yeah, the dent was massive. The paint was cracked. We had to do paint and body. What I do, a PDR, I did a push to paint, handed it over to Jeff the professor. He did his magic. Where the, the damage was at, we didn't even need to blend into the rear door. It was sick. So, 
there you go. Same factory parts, no rust. Customer was elated. He's like, what? He's like, thank God I asked my wife. I would have just gone to Caliber. I didn't know there was other options. But my wife said, you know, go check these guys out. They know what they're doing. Everybody loves them. It's word of mouth. Word of mouth is, in my opinion, is powering the industry, our industry. But we got to move the lever faster than that. Word of mouth is going to take another 10 or 20 years. So how can we get it to move faster? What are the ideas? You guys probably have some ideas. I'd love to hear from the peanut gallery. Hit me up, 949-302-3464. Big corporate money would be a great way, right? A union would be another one. We need one or big, one or more big smart repair companies to spend big money in advertising. Because that's just going to drive more awareness. But you know what? Dent Wizard's not about to do it. They're not going to drag. They tried it. They're like, eh, we don't want to. So there it is. That's the conundrum, guys. The advantages are clear. But until an insurance company finally flips the switch and says, you know what? I'm going to start using smart repair for small to medium damage. Anything from zero to $2,500, you know, within their scope, no suspension damage, no sectioning. We're going to use smart repair. We're going to use paintless dent repair. We're going to use smart repair companies. And these customers are going to be happy for it. We're all going to save money. Insurance is going to pay less which is insane, right? They can, they can because our overhead is less and we're glad to do it. We have higher margins and we charge less. How? Goes back to that boat anger principle. It's simple economics or what I was calling freakonomics. So there it is, guys. If you guys have any ideas, I'm all, I'm all ears. It's eventually gonna change. Economics is powerful. It took Amazon 20 years to change, change retail. I mean, out of body, we still probably got another 10 or 15 years before I mean, I'm hoping it's sooner than that, but I, I don't think so. I think it's just going to take some time. It's just, there's a slow boat. And those rich dudes, man, they, you know, the, the power players at the top of the, the boards that are getting all that money, I'm sure they are. Come on. You know, in the form of whatever, you know, there, there's just, we don't have enough money to get, the only person that's going to save is actually insurance at the front line and then the consumer. So, I mean, heck, we can waive deductibles. You know, if we get paid the right amount of money for bumpers and dents and everything, we can waive deductibles or cover half or something, depending upon how, how big, if it's a thousand dollar deductible, it might be kind of tough. 250 to 500, you know, but does insurance care about that? No, it's not their money. It's the consumer's money. And how does that benefit insurance? It doesn't. So there it is. All right. So moving on, topic number two for this wonderful podcast. What's the number one thing? I'd add to a PDR business in 2024. And there's a lot of things you guys can do to sweeten up the profit, to make more money. But I, I've seen I've seen the industry, I, I my own customers, I kind of know what's going on, um, at least in our little, little postage stamp of Southern Cal here. And I've seen, I've seen a lot of other companies, I just saw one get bought out by one of these companies that manufactures this product. Um, and I think just because of ease of entering to the market, the opportunity and the cost and the margin, I think there's one clear winner. And this is going to be through, I'll mention all the, the candidates that, that were up for consideration, okay? Number one, PPF, paint protection film. Good money in it. We just did a Lexus uh, this last weekend. We charged her $1,800 for a partial front. And I think my profit margin on it, outsourcing was like seven or $800. That's, that's not bad. It's not as, as profitable as PDR, 
but that's a good industry, right? Why not? Next one is bumpers, like I was just talking about with spot repairs. What, what's, well, let's even wind it back. What's, what's a con about P, PPF? There's good money in it, but what's a con? It's specialized and it takes time to get good at. It's nowhere near as hard as PDR, but it's a specialized uh, process. You need to have a very, if you want to do it right, you have to have a clean room and you need to be very, very practical about, about the, uh, the process and, and, and have skills. It is not easy to do, trust me. I know, if you've ever tried to put on just a small sticker, you know, on the door edge or whatever, you get a real quick sense of how challenging it, it can be. All right, so, so PPF, then bumpers. Bumpers, equipment, health, I mean, who wants to paint? You know, you, I mean, the nice thing about PDR is we don't have, um, we don't have a lot of chemicals around, you know, aside from the compounds and the, and the waxes getting airborne. You guys shouldn't breathe that stuff, by the way. So, so that's the thing. I'm, I'll tell you right now, it, it's something that, that I think there's good money in it, but from a bumper standpoint, the complexities and, and the headaches, it's, it's not at the top of my list, nor is PPF just due to the complexities. Paint touch-up is another one that I think everybody should be doing, but if you're anywhere near it, I'll tell you right now, the, 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 the problematic nature of PDR, or I'm sorry, paint touch-up, not PDR, PDR is just the opposite. Um, it's, it's just, so many people are underwhelmed by paint touch-up and just, and just let down. It's just, we haven't evolved enough. So, so I don't know. I'm just not a big fan of touch-up, you know, at least for charging. I think it's just one of those things you just need to throw in with dents. Um, interior repair. I think interior repair is something to consider, but the, the, the demand is just not as great as some of these other things. And the margins, you know, and you have to have a lot of products. There's just not a lot of, a lot of opportunities. You know, so, so I don't know. I'm just not interior, unless you're doing a lot of wholesale work for dealers and such. I'm just not a big fan of it. Wheels, um, wheels are something you can do too. Uh, but, and, and we do it and, and there's margins there, but I just, I don't know. It's just, you know, there's just not a, a, a big amount of, uh, of profits. Um, I think you have opportunities. But I don't know. I just don't think uh, I don't think wheels are a huge, huge, um, big profit center. What else? Minor auto body cut. You can group that together with bumpers. Vinyl wrap. Vinyl wrap. It, it's. I think it's a little bit easier than PPF. The way. That, I don't know. I mean, they're both. They both have their problems and their their unique characteristics. I, I think ultimately. Ultimately, there's one clear winner, because all those other options I just mentioned. They have their costs and they have their skill sets and then, you know, how much demand. I mean, some of those have more demand than others, but then, you know, like bumpers or whatever, but then you've got, you know, your health to consider and, and the dirtiness of it and the overhead costs of materials like, you know, paint and clear and all that abrasives. So, so that being said, what's the clear winner? Well, based on the size of the market and how many people need this, based on the low cost, and then based on the ease of installing this product, this is my clear winner. My clear winner is ceramic. Ceramic paint protection. And I'll tell you right now, and, and you, can, you can call it ceramic, you can call it graphene. There is a lot of different options um, on how to do this. But I'll tell you right now, the money is, is, is big. The, um, 
The demand is there. It's pretty darn easy to put on. Um, it's profitable. The margins are big. So what? What? Are, there's only basically one con to all the good pros, and the con is is the competition. Because it's rather easy, that means that every Tom, Dick, and Harry in your area could be doing it. So the challenge is to be a better marketer, and and you know once you have the clients. And, and if you're already doing PDR and other things, you should have clients you could already upsell this to anyway. So that being said, that's my that's my uh, that's my choice. You know, I, I would recommend if somebody's saying, "Hey, what's one thing I could add quickly to my uh, my if if you're doing an, if you're in an automotive business, you know, because basically we we talk about this being service marketing in general. But if you're automotive, I recommend that that uh, that you consider ceramic. I just, I just, I've seen what it's done for us. I see, I see the profits. A friend of mine, his company just got acquired by a manufacturer of, of those products, um, his PPF company, and I, I just think there's a huge, huge upside for people who want to, uh, who want to do this and, and make more money in 2024. So, kick that around. If you got any questions, maybe you're already doing it and you've got some ideas you want to share. I'm all ears, all eyes. Um, 949-302-3464. Otherwise, you can catch us. You can message me uh, on Instagram at DentcoPDR. But uh, that's that's my suggestion for 2024 if you really want to line the coppers with some extra money. So there it is. We talked about auto body disruption. Hopefully, that'll happen sooner than later. Um, like I say, it's just going to, you know, you can disrupt in a mini way your neighborhood and your local market, two to five mile circuit. But to do it in your county or city or region, you know, that takes a lot more marketing muscle, which means dollars, you know, and then of course expertise. And that's not going to be an easy thing to do. So that being said, there you go. I hope that uh, gets the, the thought stirring and gets, gets the mind reeling because there's a lot of different things you can do. And we will uh, circle back to this soon. I hope you have a great week. Appreciate the ears. And we'll catch you on the next SAI Million Dollar Service Marketing Podcast. Bye-bye for now.